It's time for week five. We are making our six pack of picks, our six favorite games for the week five slate, plus previewing a little Thursday night football action coming up on today's Peacock and Williams. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson bring you expert NFL analysis every day in less than 30 minutes. Get an inside look into the NFL on the field and in the front office. With elite breakdowns, next-level analysis, and in-depth information only for the real NFL fans. This is Peacock and Williamson, and it starts now. Welcome to the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show. Brian Peacock alongside Matt Williamson. Thanks for making us your first listen on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. That's prizepicks.com, promo code locked on. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projections, you can win up to 10 times your money on that entry. Again, it is promo code locked on at prizepicks.com. All right, some really good games to get into today. Uh, Thursday Night Football, we will preview as well. Colts at Broncos, which is really important, Matt. But to kick off our six-pack of picks for Week 5, the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> at the Los Angeles Rams. Um, Rams really got beat down by the 49ers on Monday Night Football. So big-time bounce-back game at home for them hosting those Dallas Cowboys. Huge for them. I mean, they need to get back to respectability, let alone Super Bowl champ level. Um, part of me thinks, and this is very not scientific, that the Super Bowl champs are due to have a very impressive performance, and Cooper Rush is not. You know, I mean, is Cooper Rush going to keep this up week after week? It's almost certain we're not going to see Dak. However, I mean... <laughs> the Rams are 29th in points scored per game, 29th. And Dallas is equally good on defense. They're third in points allowed. And we saw what your Niner pass rush did to this Rams O-line. And I don't know it's going to be any better against Parsons and Lawrence and this pass rush too that might be the not one of the few that's close to the Niners equal. Um, I'm sure Cooper Cup will have a million catches for a million yards, but then is Tyler Higby enough to keep up with the rest of the Cowboys? Yeah. So well, Cup yeah. had a million catches for a million yards on a million targets last week, and it right, he does every and week. Nick Bosa's got thirty, I think thirty pressures on the season. He had fourteen of them on Monday Night Football. Wow, Rams. So yeah, that's scary with Mike Parsons coming at you. And Mike Parsons is half step faster getting to the quarterback than even Nick Bosa is. Like Parsons is a freak coming off the edge. Yeah. Might be the closest thing we've seen to Lawrence Taylor. I've heard that thrown out there. Is that I have to that? No, like, I think he's pretty special. He's a special guy. He's a pass rusher, right? So Rams got to figure something out. I, I, I love the way you started that, though. It's a great point. The Rams, you would think, would figure it out at some point mm-hmm. coming off that Super Bowl, and they're still a very good team and have a lot of talent on both sides of the ball. Uh, and the Dallas Cowboys, can they keep it going with Cooper Rush without Dak Prescott? It seems like they shouldn't be able to, and it looks like the the lines are set in a way and by the way all of our lines today coming from our friends at bet online where the game starts of course at bet online you can find all the the latest lines of course and you can bet on anything nfl just about anything get a lot of information there as well at bet online but the folks at bet online believe that uh the the Rams are due and the Cowboys will falter here uh with a pretty big line for the Rams at home but again Cowboys travel well 
they have an offseason home in in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. And, you know, the Rams don't always have the biggest uh, home field advantage there at home with a team that travels well like the Cowboys. So I, I'm fading the Rams on this one. And I think I would like to, to take the points because I just don't know which way this game is going to go. And to me, it's, it's more of a coin flip than, you know, nearly a touchdown line here. I think it's a low scoring game and I absolutely would take the points. Um, but Adam and Eve on a raft cup of mud in an upset special. I got Dallas winning it straight out 17, 16 boys. Wow. So take all those points, whatever you're yep. getting out there, five and a half, six points. Um, yeah, I'm taking the points there. I don't know if I'm going to call the upset special, but to be honest with you, I don't think it's that much of an upset special. No, I mean, like this line, I think it's one of the easier ones to bet on the Cowboys because we just haven't seen the Rams play that well yet. And it's been multiple weeks. It's not just like they came off one bad game. They almost got beat by the Atlanta Falcons. The Cowboys are better than the Falcons. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I just think the Cowboys are playing much better than the Rams right now. And it's going to be a real tight, low-scoring game. I can't see the Rams blowing anybody out. And I have a lot of respect for Dallas's defense. And Dallas's offensive line starting to wind into shape a little bit here too. Yeah, like what I'm seeing a lot more from everybody on offense for the Cowboys, yeah, yeah. and you know, CD Lamb getting uh, into the end zone a little bit, getting a little bit more involved, and so things seem to be stabilizing with Cooper Rush. And obviously, you want to have Dak Prescott back, but looking more like the Cowboys we thought we would see coming into the season. Yeah, and not only has D- Dallas weathered the storm of Dak's injury, but it feels like they're playing with house money now too. Oh right! If you told the gal, if you ask Cowboys fans coming out of the stadium in Week One, hey, you're going to be three and two after five weeks, they would say, "Oh yes, give me that all day long, please." Mm-hmm. And they have an opportunity to be four and one after this one. Yeah, absolutely. So interesting stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, let's move on to the next game here, which is the Cincinnati Bengals at the Baltimore Ravens. The Bengals not playing probably at the level they want. They kind of started out like the Rams sputtering a little bit. We're like, okay, this is a team was in the Super Bowl. They should be playing a lot better. They're playing a little bit better, still not a lot better. The Baltimore Ravens have their own problems, but this is a pretty important game for the AFC North here in Week 5. Massive game to me. I mean, I think this is a statement game for either one of these teams. I'm really torn who's the better team. Playing in Baltimore is difficult. That's that's. There's no question about that. Um, the way these teams are made is a little. They're they're almost the polar opposites of one another right now. Like Baltimore's offense has been great. Cincinnati's defense has been much better than they've been given credit for lately. Even losing Reader, and then the other way is you know uncharacteristic. You know, I mean, Joe Burrow's offense is 29th in yards for play. You know. The Ravens' defense, 29th in yards per play, you know. So um, I'm expecting a low-scoring game here, you know, a, a mudded, mudded up AFC North type of battle. I don't feel strong about it, but I took the Bengals to win outright 21-20, to 20, which also I would say is an upset special. The upset special rules, in case you're not aware, if it's a three-point line or more, that, that gets a cup of mud upset special. So I'm going to go with uh, the Bengals here. Not only plus three, but the win. Matt is just downing. <laughs> Making waves here. Yeah. On Peacock and Williamson. I love <laughs> it. Uh, I've got the game with a similar score, but going the opposite direction okay. with the Ravens narrowly winning this one. The question for me, are the Ravens putting the ball in the end zone? Or are they relying on a bunch of Justin Tucker field goals? Which means, do they win this one by a little or lose it by a little? Yeah. A little homerism here, but the kickers in the AFC North are ridiculously good i mean tucker's like the best ever boswell's a top five guy the rookie for the browns is fantastic and then the rookie from last year from the Bengals, mcpherson's fantastic so a lot of tight games coming down to the the right leg of some of these guys 
Again, it's another game. It's 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 too coin flippy for me. So give me mm-hmm. those points in, in, in the bank. Okay. Sunday night football, though. Prime time, good one in the division. These two teams both expect to be in the playoffs. And uh, if you're going two and three after five weeks, you're probably pretty uh, upset with yourself. So big game here for these two and two Huge. teams to yeah. get over 500 after five weeks. Next, we've got some really good games. Raiders, Chiefs on Monday night football. Uh, there is the... Philadelphia Eagles at the Arizona Cardinals, Los Angeles Chargers at Cleveland Browns, and of course, Thursday night football, Colts and Broncos uh, coming up. You want to get in on some of these games, right? Uh, Do you ever wish that uh, every NFL game you could get up-to-date and accurate information before placing those bets, locking in your fantasy lineup? Well, now you can with Elias Game Plan app, the ultimate sports and fantasy companion for NFL, NBA, and Major League Baseball. Whether you're part of a fantasy tournament, placing bets, uh, just a huge sports fan and a stats nerd, Elias Game Plan has everything you need. And uh, whether you love getting, you know, league validated team and player news and stats that's really important to have accurate statistics but for me the difference with this app is the head-to-head comparisons you want to really be informed by the matchups and we know that you know the matchups make fights when it comes to the nfl and of course key injuries have a huge impact on those matchups and they have the biggest impact on the outcome of a game a lot of times so you can find all of this data being backed by the elias sports bureau the biggest name in sports statistics official statisticians of um, U.S. Pro Sports League since 1913, including uh, NFL. So take this NFL season to the next level and download the Elias Game Plan app today. Choose from three game plans when you subscribe, weekly, monthly, or annual. But you can get up to 25% off your first month when you choose the monthly subscription. Just use our promo code LOCKEDONNFL25. Find the Elias Game Plan Sports Betting in the app, Play Store, Today, use promo code LOCKEDONNFL25. Thanks again, everybody, for making Peacock and Williamson your first listen every day. Make sure you check out NFL Key Predictions every Friday on the Locked On NFL Network. Locked On's local experts give you inside scoop on the five biggest games of the NFL weekend, including Sunday and Monday Night Football, plus betting advice from the field's leading experts bet online. Follow NFL Key Predictions every Friday on Locked On NFL, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. And by the way, Peacock and Williamson is there on the Locked On NFL YouTube channel as well. All right, Matt, getting into the rest of the six-pack of picks here for week number five. And we've got the Philadelphia Eagles at the Arizona Cardinals. The unbeaten Philadelphia Eagles at 4-0. Do they travel to Arizona and pick up their first loss of the season, Matt? No, I think they travel to Arizona and blow out the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Um, a, cu- a couple things stand out to me here is, so here's a little scary nugget if you're a Cardinals fan, is the, the Cardinals have yet to score a point in the, in the first quarter of games this year. While Philadelphia is the only team in the NFL that has not played from behind at any point in the second half. So if this thing starts out in the Eagles' favor, and we know how they're built with you know, studs across the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball, a power running game. It could be over before you know it. And um, the the Eagles are producing the, the fourth most points per game. Arizona's giving up the 28th most. Like, I just don't know where the matchups favor Arizona here unless Kyler is Superman or Mighty Mouse maybe is maybe the superhero we should use for him. You know, I just think the Eagles are a much more well-rounded team and dominate this game, even on the road. 
Yeah, that's where it's tough for the Cardinals here because you look at the path to win, and I just don't think their defense is going to be able to slow down the Eagles' offense mm-hmm. enough. You see a home dog, you want to take those points, you know, give me five extra points here. Uh, with that, you know, the extra three points a home team gets, you're, you're thinking on a neutral field, the Eagles are going to win by eight. You know, it's pretty big, pretty big line there. And I want to take the Eagles. The Eagles, have, I mean, I want to take the Cardinals there and take those points. The home dog. They're two and two. They haven't been a, a complete disaster, but I just think this matches up so well for the Eagles to put up so many points. Can the Cardinals outscore them is the question. And to your point, the, the stats you led off this game with are interesting. What if the Cardinals go up early and they finally yeah, do score? Like they have they're, to. They're bound to score in the first quarter at some point this season, right? <laughs> you would think. What do they do. The Eagles have been front runners. What? How do the Eagles respond to not being ahead? Since they've been, that's all they've known is being ahead. Mm-hmm. Good question. So, Cardinals, can they jump out early? Can they get a score early in the game? Have a lead on the Eagles? How do the Eagles respond there? Uh, I really want to take the points. I would stay away from this game for sure. Eagles straight up because I just like how they match up better, but. Man, if I had to pick one and put my hard-earned money on it, I think I would take the points and take the home dog here. For okay. To at least keep it within, you know, striking distance in this game. It's possible. I mean, I just don't know where they're going to hang their hat. I don't see them running yeah. well on Philly. I mean, their weapons are just okay, you know, in Arizona right now. They could use DeAndre back in a big way. I mean, and the defense really worries me. And by the way, we've talked about the Cardinals and the Rams so far. NFC West, it's a shotgun start. 13 weeks. Every team's at two and two right now. Yeah. Into uh, week number five. Los Angeles Chargers at the Cleveland Browns in week five. And uh, Joey Bosa now is going to be out for a while. I think it's a, a core muscle injury that'll keep him out for probably a month at least. Uh, we'll see if um, if the brothers Bosa, who are, are playing in early November against each other, will be on the field together at that point. So it is a blow to the Chargers, who have had quite a few blows so far this season to some really important impact players to their football team. And at some point, it's got to take a toll. So when you look at this game and you think, oh, Chargers and Browns, I like the Chargers. But then the Chargers favored by two and a half on the road with how good the Browns have played, can run the football, can keep this one close. I think I got to take the points and take that home dog, man. Yeah, I hear you. I think this is a really interesting game. You know, where are the Chargers? I'm assuming Miles Garrett will be back and Rashawn Slater is not. I mean, that's a problem. You mentioned Bosa being out. Um, I think Derwin will do a good job against Najoku, who's now a – and their, their corners will do fine against Amari, which doesn't leave the Browns a lot, but – Here's a nugget I drew up on this one is these teams couldn't be any more different. I mean, the Chargers are averaging 2.6 yards per rushing play less than their opponent this year. So every game they play, the opponent's running for 2.6 yards more than the Chargers are producing. That's the worst in the league by a wide margin. Terrible. And the Browns. That's a massive number. man. That's a massive number through four games. It's hard to win games. I mean, even at a new school NFL, even if you're the Chargers who are kind of fading the run game and, you know, propping up the pass game on both sides of the ball, it's hard to win a game if the other team is getting two and a half yards per rush more than you. Right, over a month. And as people probably would have guessed, the Browns are averaging 74 more rushing yards than their opponent per, per game. Like, this is, you know, total opposite styles. I'm just going to bet on Herbert, though. I feel like he's coming back. He's ready to show the world that he's in that Allen Mahomes class. And I do think Garrett will be back, but the Browns have a lot of defensive injuries. Uh, Coming off a really physical game, 
I'm I don't feel strong about this one, but I have the Chargers 30, the Browns 20. And frankly, it's just Herbert over Brissett. Yeah, the, the Herbert ribs scares me just because one more hit, he could be out of a game. Is he back to 100%? Is he the Herbert that we expect mm-hmm. him to be? And, and how long into the season will he not be the Herbert that we hope and expect him to be? Or is he already back there right now? You know, you get a little shot in the ribs, you're good. So, uh, but I, I just think the Browns can can keep this one close. But I love this game because of stylistically how different these two teams are. I like how that lends to the Browns, though, at home. And I, I believe that the, the Browns are built in a way that I don't think the Chargers are going to roll in and just put up, you know, 40 points on them or something. Yeah. I mean, the Chargers might get run on for historical levels in this game. I mean, Chubb might have 175 and Hunt's got 90, you know? Yeah. All right, continuing on with the six-pack of games here for uh, week five, the Las Vegas Raiders on Monday Night Football at the Kansas City Chiefs. We just saw the Chiefs go against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and uh, just wallop them. And, and that was one of the best defenses in the league. So right now the Chiefs are scary. They're at home against the Las Vegas Raiders who are not playing great football this year, but were able to pick up their first win last week. Yeah, it's a pivotal game for Vegas, and I think that pivot is going to go negatively for them. Uh, I think the Chiefs win at home by seven. They don't mind running up the scores on opponents, especially within the division. Reed's dominant in this division. Um, The Chiefs' running game is now clicking. Mahomes, as we talked about yesterday, top of the league in EPA. Carr's kind of in the middle. Um, I I think they're going to have a really tough time with Chris Jones, who's come on in a big way as well. Kelsey provides problems. Um, I I think the Raiders are in for a very long day. Night, I guess. Night, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I I think this this week ends with a with a pretty healthy Chiefs victory here, and it's hard for them to make the line big enough. I think, but Chiefs at home by a touchdown. I I can't see them winning by less than a touchdown here. No, I think they win by double digits. Next, we've got our final game in the Week Five Six Pack, and of course, we will start to preview here uh, Thursday night football, which is a really important one with the one and two and one Indianapolis Colts at the two and two Broncos and the, the last one of the six pack, by the way, Matt knows a lot about one of the teams <laughs> that is starting a rookie quarterback for the first time. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Just add your job to the purple hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. And you want your job in that network of over 800 million folks. I'm on LinkedIn. You're on LinkedIn. You know everybody is on LinkedIn. So that's the best place to find people that might be looking for jobs that you want to hire. Maybe they find out, hey, maybe I do want to switch jobs. Maybe this job is more right for me than the job I'm in. And there are simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. That's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the quality candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash locked on NFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Young Kenny Pickett making his first NFL start, Matt, and it's a 
a rough stretch of games for Kenny Pickett to be thrown into the fire here for the Pittsburgh Steelers coming in at one and three on the road against the three and one Buffalo Bills. And when I see a line of 14 points, I think, wait a second, the Pittsburgh Steelers losing by 14, Matt, what kind of line is this? Yeah, I have some crazy numbers for this one. And this stat pack I do every week is so over the top. I find insane things for, you know, for Steelers.com. I think I told you this. I did. I told you this before we hit record. And to me, I think it's a feather in the Steelers cap. I mean, since the merger and during the Super Bowl era, the Steelers are the only team in the league that has never been a 14 point dog until right now. I mean, that's amazing to me. You know, like there's, there had to be a week in there when all your guys are hurt and you're playing the best team in the league or just an awful season or whatever. But here's another one that's unbelievable to me, too. In the third quarter of games this year, the Bills have outscored their opponents 44 to nothing. In the second half of games, the Bills' defense has faced 20 drives. They've given up points on one of them. And it was against the, the Dolphins when all their safeties were hurt and their secondary was, you know, on the, the bottom of the roster dudes. Second half adjustments for the Bills is an underreported story that has just been dominant. I think they're going to win this game huge. I just want Pickett to kind of survive these next four weeks against brutal opponents, learn, take your lumps, go into the bye, and hopefully the second half of the season is better than the first. Clearly, you like a team that's uh, that's a powerhouse in the NFL this year, one of the top two or three teams in the league uh, by most people's accounts, uh, including both of ours, Matt, mm -hmm. and a rookie quarterback making his first start. That's an easy, you know, straight-up Bills win. But 14 sure. points is the question. Ooh. Is that too big of a line for you for – for Kenny Pickett and how much worse is Kenny Pickett going to be than the Trubisky if Trubisky's starting this game what's the line because I don't know if there's that big of a difference although right. we saw the three interceptions last week from Pickett so obviously you know the the ceiling might be higher at some point with Pickett but the floor could be lower just because he's a rookie quarterback you don't know what kind of mistakes they're gonna make yeah 100 I don't know that the line would be much different I mean over 14 for any matchup is pretty crazy in the league um, I do think Pickett will make more plays he'll probably make more mistakes if TJ Watt were playing this game, I would take the 14, but the state of the Steelers right now, I think I have to take the Bills. Wow, no faith. No faith <laughs> in your Steelers. Give me those points. That's too many points, man. The, you know, Bills by 10, but 14 is just too many points. Maybe they go up early, just kind of lean on them a little bit. You don't have to score 40 points against the Pittsburgh Steelers here in week five. So give me those 14 points and at least uh, we'll see Kenny Pickett make a couple strides, maybe make a couple throws to George Pickens, keep this game tighter than two touchdowns. Steelers beat him last year in Buffalo. There you go. Uh, there's something. It's the NFL, Matt. Even, even big-time dogs can surprise you. Oh, yeah. Well-coached football team. The Indianapolis Colts at one, two, and one at the two and two Denver Broncos. Both of these teams have been completely underwhelming. Both of these teams still have playoff aspirations. Matt, um, if the Colts lose this game, though, one, three, and one, that starts to get pretty ugly for them in a division where they're going to be looking up at everybody but the Texans. Yeah. And it's not a great match. To be honest, this slate of games this week is just so so. And then we got buys next week. Um, I think these are two. Teams that we thought were going to be quality playoff type caliber teams, not Super Bowl contenders, and they're both underwhelming thus far. Um, neither we're not going to see Jonathan Taylor, we're not going to see Javante Williams. Um, I think both defenses carry the day. 
So low scoring game. I want the points, but I think Denver wins. And I really think Matt Ryan has a long, long night. I, yeah, I just see a better path for the Broncos here yeah. in this matchup because Matt Ryan was already kind of struggling. That offense already kind of struggling. And if you don't have the run game to lean on, uh, the offensive line isn't what it should be right now for them, what right. it was. Oh, it's bad. And not many weapons on the outside. You know, your number two is going to be a, a rookie wide receiver, right, in Alec Pierce. And, and he's got some talent, but that's just rough to go into mile high on the road against the, the Broncos here on a short week. I think three points is not even enough for me because the Broncos have a better path to getting things right right now, I think, than the Colts do in week five. And we've already seen some signs of the Broncos getting a little bit better. You know, rookie head coach figuring some things out, first-time quarterback with uh, in a new scene. Mm-hmm. So yeah, give me Wilson the Broncos. Looks better. Yeah. Right, yeah, give me the Broncos. I'll give up those three points. I'm changing my mind. I think they win by four or five. There you go. It's a low-scoring game. Low-scoring games, I usually just take points, but I have no faith in Indianapolis right now. Yeah, and it's a Thursday game. The, the right. home teams are always so much better on those Thursday night games. And when I look at a game like this, I think, okay, could there be a blowout one way or the other? Who's blowing who out? It's going to be the Broncos blowing out the Colts, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if someone really has a rough night on Thursday, it's going to mm-hmm. be the Colts. Uh, I hear you there. All right, there we go. That is the six-pack of our favorite games, plus Thursday night football in week five. Tomorrow we will come back and preview and make picks for the rest of the Sunday slate of NFL games. Some uh, pretty big ones and some and some pretty, uh, I think, blowout-worthy games coming up here yeah. in week five as well. So we'll see if any of those big-time dogs can make good this week. Some really big lines. And by the way, you can go check those lines out at Bet Online. And thanks again for making Peacock and Williamson your first listen here on the Locked On Podcast Network for your second listen. Make sure you're checking out NFL Key Predictions Friday on Locked On NFL. Make sure you're subscribed up to the Locked On NFL YouTube channel. Give us a like, give us a thumbs up, and all of those things. Hello to all the new folks out there on all the streaming platforms that are watching Peacock and Williamson. And just know that your team is covered daily as well right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Matt and I back tomorrow making more picks for week five right here. Peacock and Williamson.